live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The one. The only. The unexpected thrill of a lifetime podcast. I'm your host, Dan Fisher. It's the Easter show. We're back. That's right, it's time for another grand illusion of spectacular ridiculousness. We're releasing a day early on this holiday of rabbits and eggs and baskets and Easter grass. Don't let the cat eat it. That's right. He has risen to the occasion. It's episode 10. What an amazing thing. It's April 4th, 4-4. We got, we're performing live in front of a huge stadium audience today. And I say we're recording live because you're like, wait a minute, Dan, this isn't live. I'm listening to a recording. Well, listen. I'm doing like 10 things at once here. I've got, I'm running the levels. I've got the sound effects. I've got my iPad with my other stuff. I'm, I'm moving levers and dials and pressing buttons all while giving you spectacular chat, jokes, music, pizza, movies, person, woman, man, camera, TV. That's right, I'm referencing the video of the week. We got new music out. Einstein, the condescending robot versus the human. That guy is mean. He doesn't mess around. Check it out. Share, like, subscribe, comment, do all that shit. Come on. You know how YouTube works. Don't let me pull out my bat. I'm looking to spam. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. It's, like I said, April 4th. April Fool's Day came and went. That's right. It's over. It came and went. It's all over. National Hot Dog Day over. Now it's Easter. And we're going to be diving in and looking at that a little bit more later. Like, uh, we're going to be examining the ins and outs of the giant rabbit. And just where does he get all of those eggs? Find out later. Theodore Roosevelt once said, I am like a cat. I swipe, and then I relax. There's one thing you don't get back in a campaign, and that is a lost day. We got all the usuals for you. We got FFN News. We got a fake commercial. We got a music recommendation that I don't think you're ready for. We got the meat. The pizza tour. 
movie recommendation. It's it's gonna be phenomenal, and I hope you're ready for it. Anyway, we're gonna move right along here. Uh, today's uh, FFN news is brought to you by the for-profit profit. Looking to settle the score this Easter holiday, or any Sunday for that matter? Well, then you need to go on go on the web. Log in, sign up, and then show up in person with your mask on for the for-profit profit. Now, they're not doing anything to hide it this, this go-around. They're going to take your money, but they're going to funnel it into the Lord and into themselves. Now, these aren't just your living in the church wearing rags, old-time priests of, well, the old days. This is a new, modern, sleek, flat-screen TV equipped citadel with the for-profit profit. Whether you're lost, whether you're found, no matter where you are, check them out, and let's get some praying done. And thank you very much for listening to the show today. That was our uh, our advertising, where we get our cash from, and everything like that. You know, it's a it's a great uh, it's a great investment for them, and it's uh, we we love having them. This week, it's a, a little bit more. Uh, you know, more on the uh, the gospel side because of the holiday. But uh, anyway, like I said, I'm Dan Fisher, and here is FFN News. FFN News. Religion. The for-profit prophet says he has risen to the occasion. FFN News Nostalgia. Local man says the inside of his neighbor's purse makes him feel young and brings back feelings of nostalgia and of youth. FFN News TV Tool Time The hit show with celebrity Tim Allen was originally pitched as a homoerotic construction parody. That's right. They traded in all their hammering and all their nailing for a family-based sitcom that everybody can enjoy. FFN News Animals. The hippopotamus today was labeled not a circus animal. That one shocked everyone. FFN News Politics. Former President Trump describes the rioters and police 
encounter at the Capitol as an orgy. He said, yes, they were hugging, they were kissing, everyone was having a spectacular time, and before they knew it, everyone was in danger of uh, having a real sexy time. We'll have our fact checker on that later. Also, FFN News, Georgia. Future Georgia voters won't be allowed solid ground to stand on while waiting hours to vote. And that's all we have time for today on FFN News. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Dan Fisher. If you have any stories or silly uh, occurrences that you'd like to report or write, feel free to send us one in. And if we like it and it's good enough, which it probably will be, we'll play it on the show. Anyway, uh, we're moving right along here, uh, recording this one first thing in the morning before work today. Uh, how, how do I do it, you might be asking. I, I don't know. I don't have any answers for you. A lot of people, a lot of people out there seem to be liking what we're doing, and we're doing tremendous things, and we've been doing tremendous things, and we're going to continue doing tremendous, beautiful things. Whoa! It's the beat. You might have caught me saying earlier, this is the second, or it might even be the third time I'm recording this show. I recorded it earlier in the week, and uh, let's just say it did not go well. I went to listen to it and post it, and there was no audio, only the talking, which is what you would expect out of a regular podcast, but not one like this, because like I told you before, this is a performance. Everything you're hearing, minus the crowd sounds, was created by me. That's right, you are in the lair and the world of madness that is swirling around in my head. Oh, shit. Alright, well, let's kick it off. We got the album of the week. I'm going to just blow through these quickly, quickly, quickly. My album recommendation of the week is El Dorado by ELO. Now, this is an older band, and, you know, some of you might be saying, but Dan, I only listen to country, or I only listen to Taylor Swift, or I only listen to, well, I don't listen. That's fine. We can all venture out once in a while, myself included. So I'm going to give you what I think are spectacular records that you can listen to from beginning to end over and over. And my dad and my uncle, both, I think, all three of them, said that if they could take one album to a, to a deserted island or desert island or whatever they say, uh, this would be it. And uh, last week I told you my desert island one would be Dark Side of the Moon or Dark Side of a Deserted Island, whichever you, you know, whichever way you look at that. But um, 
it's a great it's a great album it's one of those albums that's cohesive from start to finish all the music goes into each other and if you don't think you know any ELO songs well you just might maybe you heard the song the evil woman or uh, mr. blue sky or oh I can't get it out of my head no no you might have heard one of them before they're kind of a rock group that uses a lot of synth and uh, symphony accompaniments with them. Not really symphony, but, you know, orchestral instruments along with them. Check it out and let us know your recommendation for album of the week. Maybe I'll pick it one week. Either way, movie of the week is Blade Runner. Um, the newest one that came out a few years ago, it's sick. It's awesome. Uh, the visuals, the soundtrack, all of it is just incredible. Um, Harrison Ford makes an appearance, and uh, as an old man, he kind of reminds me of old Han Solo uh, for obvious reasons. But there's a fight scene between uh, Ryan Gosling and uh, Harrison Ford, and a hologram of Elvis makes an appearance, and it's just it's just insane it's a long movie it's kind of slow sci-fi obviously it's something to check out oh man you know i love doing a podcast because you know in a way it's sort of like modern day storytelling it's uh you know before we had movies and tv and obviously podcasts and everything like that we, uh, you know, we, we just, uh, we had campfire stories. Uh, people would gather around the campfire and just tell stories and, and, uh, you'd stare into the fire and it was sort of like a drug. You just, you just zoned out for hours and it was just, it was incredible. And, uh, my favorite though is when you're out to eat with somebody. I know that hasn't happened in a while. But you're sitting outside at a restaurant and uh, my favorite is when you get really into a story and you start moving around things on the table to represent things in the story. So you're like, okay, so I'm the ketchup bottle and uh, we're talking about a breaking into a bank and the salt and the pepper they're the guards they stand in those two corners there and then i'm going to use this uh sugar packet uh holder as the vault uh and <laughs> and, uh, and personally uh as sort of a bit of flair i like to crumble up a napkin to represent fire or an explosion of some sort it's, uh, you know you just get creative and and have some fun you know Oh, yeah. Listen to those beautiful Zen sounds. Now we are transitioning into your meditation. I say, take a long look inward. Look up towards the clouds. Spread your wings out. 
like a bird and soar up into the sky. For now you have risen just as he has. And you are reincarnated into a bird. Wasn't that nice? Now breathe in. And breathe out. It's Easter Sunday. I don't know why I keep talking about Easter so much, but it's uh, just another sunny day outside. And now it's time for Views of a Driver. For some of my Views of a Driver photography and stories, check out at Views of a Driver on Instagram. But this week's story is uh, not necessarily a funny one, like last week, but actually kind of scary. I'm in the woods, driving down this dirt road, bumping up and down and everything. And I come to this one house, and I pull in the driveway. I was never there before. It's very dark, hard to see. I take the package over to the doorstep. I set it down. And I'm walking back to the van when all of a sudden the house's crazy, ticked neighbor sneaks up on me from behind and starts shouting in my face. And as he was wearing an NRA sweatshirt and had a Trump flag flying in the background, he said, what are you doing? What the hell are you doing here? I said, whoa, sorry, sir. I didn't mean to startle you. I'm just an Amazon driver, just dropping off the package. He said, do they know you're here? I said, sir, I, he said, do you know, do they know you're here? I said, sir, look, here's my badge. Here's the address on my phone. I'm delivering them a package. I just took a picture and sent, that, sent them a message saying I was here. And he looked at me as if he never even saw the Amazon logo before. He didn't know what I was talking about. So he gets on the phone and starts calling the neighbor. And I said, no need to worry, sir. I, I just, you know, no, or no need to yell, sir, or whatever. He's like, you don't come down here. You don't come on somebody's driveway and blah, blah. And I, I literally just drove off. But he scared me shitless. And I swear, I took that address down. And if I go back there, I am not messing around with that dude. I mean, seriously, that is just not fun. So next time you get an Amazon package... And uh, you're thinking to yourself, I wonder what this package had to go through to get to me. Well, there might just be one of those stories associated with it. Let's hope not. Anyway, 
I'm really enjoying this show this morning. I like recording in the morning. Usually I do it at night. And I feel like... I feel like maybe that drags me down a little bit. So I'm going to try and do this again. And we'll see. Let me know if you notice a difference. Just say something so I know you're there. I'm just kidding. Alrighty. Well, we already burned through a lot of content already today. Um, the last thing I have yet... Oh, didn't mean to bump the microphone. The last thing I have for you is a reading out of the Book of Madness. Now, this is the section of the show uh, where I reference a book that my dad wrote about madness and uh, this is kind of like an old text that we kind of have to decipher and uh, just kind of get our own ideas and spin on because uh, you know it, it's really uh, it really doesn't make a lot of sense in the, if you don't know my dad or the context but basically he and his friends uh, would discuss and marvel over madness crazy things that happen the games that your your head plays on you. Um, anyway, this section is referencing and describing what he calls the Mad Four. Every soul knew the question, but would not dare to ask, for they knew only of the readings of the book and not of its originator. For the arrival did not happen as those would expect at all. The Mad Four would arrive, only three at a time, followed closely by two who were to have an advanced knowledge of the book's existence. The third would arrive one day's ride behind in his own wagon. There would come a seventh to this enlightened party several days later. The question on everyone's mind was, who was the originator of the great book of madness? If one were to look closely at it, one might suspect that any of, the, of them were the ones to create the book itself. In fact, it may be the annoying one's own ability to drive others mad in such a short period of time that leads one to believe that he is indeed the originator of the Book of Madness. The little one could, be, could also be suspect. Firstly, when one draws near enough, even from a far distance, to view his, quote, shark-like tooth, but he also but also because the little one has a sister so grand that she even draws the loving gaze of fellow siblings upon her voluptuous body, thus drawing him nearer to madness. Okay? The large one... That's my dad. It, if maybe... May he... Wait. The large one, if may he thought, could have started it all his overindulgence in food, marriage, and drink, 
are apparent when you look into his eyes. These are the eyes of madness. Or could it be from the fourth, who would come on the very next day? Could it be the thin one? Surely one who is so starved, so thin, that some might think they are seen only the skin and bones of madness. Then there is the high voice of his madness that the thin one possesses. Surely it could be him. The answer is surprising. The concept of madness was first uttered to the large one by the annoying one and then to the other two. It can be evident that for the annoying one to be that annoying, he must be a direct descendant of madness itself. He can often be observed in a trance-like state where it is believed he is either spreading his madness using telepathy or visiting the dawn of madness using some form of time travel. The large one, as he was known, was here to serve only to try to understand and make some statements as true as he can concerning the concept of madness. Many times I feel as if I am just a fool or a speaker in spreading the annoying one's thoughts. I sometimes feel as if he is entering my thoughts and I am just writing whatever he is projecting. Other times, I feel like he is just so damn annoying. One example of his annoying speech. He was asking, he was talking to me about a friend's wife. And he asked of her, oh, uh, is she fertile with childbearing abilities? This is Dan again. I remember when he first said that, and that was uh, sort of a bizarre thing to hear. Is she fertile with childbearing abilities? What kind of question is that? I mean, out of context, you might be thinking, well, maybe there's some input. No, there's not. That's just the only thing he could think of to say when he heard news of a pregnancy. Anyway. Like a geography joke, you had to be there. Anyway, uh, that's it for the show today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Like I said, this was episode 10. You can kind of call it... I'm calling this kind of season one. This was season one of the unexpected thrill of a lifetime. Now, after this, I might take a little bit of a different turn. I might do do some one-off podcasts where I kind of deep dive like one certain subject. It won't be probably as music or as much music or or anything like that Um, but you can expect more FFN news in the future Um, I'm going to close with the pizza tour not because I almost forgot about it but because it's sort of the caboose if you will all covered in sauce today's pizza tour is that's going to be really annoying on your DP Doe. That's right. If you're in the University City area and you live near Drexel or have the ability to order Grubhub, 
DP Doe is a great place because they're open until like 5 a.m. I think they're open 5 to 5 or 5 to 4 or something like that. So you know that they're standing by to make all sorts of crazy strombolis and calzones. They make, they make two things and they make them very well in a giant oven. Calzones and chocolate chip cookies. The cookies are out of sight. I would honestly reckon, recommend the cookies even more than the, the, the calzone, but it is a great drunk food. Um, if you come to visit Philadelphia, I would say order that in your hotel room maybe. It's not a great place to go in and sit. I don't know them very well. It's a very small place. It's right over by Drexel Park. Either way, sorry, I don't know why I had echo going there. Either way, uh, you know, find it, love it, and enjoy it. And for all of us at the Unexpected Thrill of a Lifetime, I'm Daniel Fisher. Find us on uh, Evil Carousel on Instagram, uh, YouTube, and we are on pretty much every streaming service at this point besides iTunes. Uh, or Apple Podcasts, um, but we're everywhere else. Uh, so with that, I'm going to play the end of the show song, and I am going to go to work. Look at that. I love doing this show. doesn't feel like we did ten episodes. Uh, enjoy the robot song, and uh, peace and love as Ringo Starr would say. This is the end of 